1: Five. Oh, in this, okay.
0: Bonus! Talking Nets. This is something new that uh, we're trying to do. This is something new that uh, I think we'll do for big games, maybe during the week. Keith McPherson, Robin Lumberg, with like a quick bonus hit here. This is a preview of the Celtics matchup. It's a nationally televised game on TNT. It'll be played in Brooklyn tonight at 7.30. And we're coming together to talk about the game keys to the game we'll go over the spread the over and under um maybe leave you with a bold prediction and this is just going to be like 10 minutes so uh i'll start off the spread and the over under um actually right now i was just looking at um league pass the uh pelicans are facing the celtics it's a close game 32 uh 35 and um They're going to be facing us on the second half of a back-to-back traveling to Brooklyn. And the spread and the odds for tomorrow, let me pull that up. Uh, Why can't I see that? I thought I had that up. I'm already messing this up. Uh, How do I go to the next day? All right, well, we'll skip that for now until I have that up. Um, Robin Lumberg, Hudson Flynn. Let's go with you guys' keys to winning this Celtics matchup.
1: You know, I'm going to start with uh, the fact that the Celtics have defended Kevin Durant so well. That's the most interesting dynamic going into this game to me because Kevin Durant has really essentially dominated the league, right? Essentially dominated the league outside of one team, that being the Boston Celtics. There's something about the way they double team him, the length that they have on the perimeter, all of that uh, both strategically and from just a, a makeup of a team that gives him fits. And Boston has figured that out, and Boston has gone to that, you know, relentlessly. But Kevin Durant's not in the lineup. So the, the strategy that Boston has used and implemented so often is not necessarily going to work the same way with Kyrie Irving. We, we don't know if they'll use the same strategy, if they'll use a, a different strategy. But we know that the, the way they've locked in, and this is how playoff series work, right? You, you get an opponent, you scheme for them, you scout for them, and you do the same thing over and over again. That's not necessarily going to work. So – we, we don't know how they're going to defend, how they're going to play, how they're going to react to that. And then there tends to be sometimes a overall letdown when a, a, another star player isn't there because the, the box office aspect of it isn't quite the same. So my key to the game is how the, the two teams adjust to one another, the the Celtics seeing the Nets and not being able to do what they've seen so much the Nets have, and and if, if that allows some of the other Nets players to get in the action, get, get some more shots than they've gotten cleaner against the Celtics because it won't be as many turnovers, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's pretty clear that these keys are going to be at least semi-related to the fact that Kevin Durant isn't playing for this game. Uh, But my key to the game is also a question. Uh, What is your legacy, Ben Simmons? I think this is a chance for him to start doing a little bit of repair to his legacy, which has been so so tampered, so, so, I mean, frankly, ruined over these last couple of years of him being injured and you know, not taking that open layup against uh, the Hawks. I think this is the first step in a, a couple of chances that Ben Simmons is going to have to be a little bit more of the guy. And Jacques Vaughn did not uh, reveal who is going to be replacing Kevin Durant in the starting lineup. Um, that's still kind of TBD. But we know Ben Simmons is there and we know Ben Simmons is and has been a secondary player for the Nets playing a secondary option scoring only seven points a game, having good rebound and assist numbers relatively to the amount of touches he's getting, but he hasn't been what his contract says he is supposed to be. And this is the first step towards fixing that the nets have frankly, not had a lot of success against the Celtics playing the way that they have over these last, you know, last year or two, you know, they have not been able to succeed against this team largely because like Robin said, they have been keying in correctly and properly against Kevin Durant. So this is a chance to give him a new look. And, it is going to be an important test You know, when you look back on this regular season going into the playoffs. It's going to be an important test for the Nets to be able to play against a team without their number one star, their MVP, and to see how their theoretical third star can perform.
0: Uh, to go off of what you were saying with the starting lineup, I was thinking about that earlier. I couldn't call it necessarily because I think it's going to uh, be Jacques Vaughn, right? And we saw what Nash did last year. Jacques Vaughn is not Nash. So it's going to be on Jacques Vaughn and his strategy and his preparation. I think it could be Joe Harris out of respect for his contract and the time that he's been here. And the fact that he has started games before I wouldn't start Joe Harris. Uh, Maybe Seth, maybe TJ Warren. And those three guys are the most important for me. And that's how I'll segue into my uh, key to the game. The focus is going to be on Kyrie, obviously, especially in this Celtics matchup where we've seen over the last few years, the whole Kyrie Celtics saga, Uh, their fans, have a hard on for him and he kind of you know plays into it or tries to, you know he went through trying to ignore it to playing into it to whatever we're at home we're in Brooklyn so that shouldn't be a factor but with Kyrie he is familiar with guys over there that he played with Jason Tatum Marcus Smart uh, Jalen Brown who he literally said this season is like a brother to him because Jalen Brown kind of took up for him when he was going through his whole thing with the uh, anti-Semitism, uh, anti-Semitism. Now um, keys to the game is that like, you can't expect Kyrie to go out there and drop 40 like he did in that first playoff game. Um, when the Nets faced the Celtics, these guys got to step up. Guys have to rise. You mentioned Ben Simmons and I, I just, I have such low expectations for Ben Simmons. Like I I've got nothing. Like I, I, I just don't expect him to raise his game in this setting, even though he should, but Guys like Seth Curry, Seth's been shooting the ball better. Um, he's healthy. I expect him to knock, knock down shots. T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren is a guy that can can score. He's a bucket. And maybe they raise him up. And, you know, Joe Harris slash Utah Watanabe. utah has been kind of cooled off. Um, I know he had a little bit of an injury. He's got the hamstring. Joe Harris coming back from the injury after he missed, like, five games. The rest of these guys got to step up. They got to be able to shoot the ball. Against the Celtics, a team that is going to defend the paint well. A team that last year, the whole conversation about them versus the Nets was their size, how much bigger they were than the Nets. And here we go with a one versus two matchup. The Celtics are 29 and 12. The Nets are 27 and 13. Uh, the Bucs are playing the Hawks right now. They may end up being 27 and 14, but they, they'll still probably be in third place with that 14th loss. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this game because uh, now I have the odds up. Vegas is favoring the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are minus three favorites. Uh, if you take the Celtics' money line, they're uh, minus 165. If you take Brooklyn Nets' money line, plus 140. And uh, they're obviously the dogs at plus three, getting three points. Now, the over-under is at 227. Uh, so they're not expecting this to be a really high-scoring game, but they're expecting some points. And uh, we've been you know, playing good defense, and I think that's another big part of this. Can't let Tatum get off. Uh, can't let Brown get off. Can't let Al Horford get off. Um, any one of those guys can can have a big night scoring the basketball, and it's got to be a hey, we're at home on our home floor. Lock in and protect
1: home court. I think the Nets might have to sacrifice a little defense for offense during this time period because they're going to miss Durant's defense and, and the defense he's played yeah, all year. Length. Yeah, the length and, and he and Clax. I, I think Durant's averaging a block and a half a game. I think he's in the top ten in blocks. On the season so him and, and claxton together have made for a, a pretty fearsome uh back line on, on defense uh, ben simmons you guys are both right i mean he, he kind of just looks like a, a bystander who sets picks at, at times he's played fairly well on the defensive end he's had those flashes earlier in the season I, I, i'm interested to see how he does with the ball in his hands a little bit more but when it comes to the substitutions i think it's going to have to be the, the Seth Curry's and the, the TJ Warren's and, and the Joe Harris's of the world who are, are probably going to sacrifice a little bit of defense for offense. But, but TJ Warren's an interesting one because he was off for so long. And when that happens, you're never going to be in your full rhythm when you get back. And, and when he's gotten in there, you, you've seen he's not afraid of the, of the spot, but you're only going to get so much volume and so many reps when you're, you're playing alongside both KD and Kyrie, and you're coming in for a very specific role, this may be a chance for his volume to go up, which can bring his confidence up, his rhythm up, and, and all that. So down the stretch run, when, when T.J. Warren gets in the game, he's going to be in his bag quicker.
2: I do want to say, though, that Jock Vaughn did say that T.J. Warren isn't going to be playing. I think he said the exact numbers he gave was like 34 to 40 minutes a game. So tempering expectations in the minutes department, uh, I think, is one thing we're going to do. I think that was also probably an indication uh, that he's not going to be in the starting lineup. And the last thing I'll say is we've seen some Kyrie masterclasses against the Celtics. Kyrie tends to play phenomenally against um, teams when he is the number one option. But I'm going to, my last point that I'm going to make is I'm going to go back to what Fred Van Fleet said. The best teams in the NBA, the winningest teams are playing team basketball. And right now, and a lot of times in the past, we've seen Kyrie go to that. I'm the option. I'm options one, two, and three mentality. I remember even back with his first game with the Nets when he dropped 50 plus points against the T Wolves. That's a game that the Nets lost because not only I mean Kyrie was the Nets were in the game because Kyrie was playing well, but he couldn't bring him over the finish line. So we're gonna we're gonna need Kyrie in addition to his scoring. We're also gonna need to see his passing, passing which has been excellent uh, on display tonight.
0: Okay, last but not least to wrap this up, let's go bold predictions. Uh, My bold prediction is the Nets win. I think they can shock the world here. I think at home, you're going to hear the fans. You're going to really feel that home court advantage. And this is something that I've said uh, for the last few years with these national games. There's this national narrative that there's no Nets fans and that other fan bases take over their arena. That's not going to happen. There's not going to be more Celtics fans. The fans are going to be loud. They're going to be turned up for this marquee matchup. I'll be in there. You'll be hearing me yelling Brooklyn and defense and let's go Nets. My bold prediction is that the Nets can steal this game. The Nets can win this game. The Boston Celtics got beat by the Oklahoma City Thunder last week, and they got smacked by the Magic. Like, they're not untouchable.
1: Well, I, I think when these two teams are whole, they may just be the two best teams in basketball. I mean, the, the way Denver's played, you got to give them a nod. Uh, obviously, Golden State, when you get to the playoffs, I'm sure, you know, obviously Milwaukee has been around the block, but I'm not so sure it's not the two best teams at full strength. Uh, what I'll say is, I mean, I could easily have said they're, they're going to win the game because I, I do think there could be a letdown on the Celtic side. You could get that Kyrie masterclass you talked about, and you could get a just good Nets all-around game going against a, a team that's not going to exactly know how to defend them the way that they have known how to defend them. But I'll say this is the start of us firmly cementing that this is a different year for the Nets and a different squad, and without Kevin Durant, they're not going to just fall flat on their faces. Whether they win some games, lose some games, they're going to um, acquit themselves well over the stretch. And, and I would say play 500 ish basketball during the time period, at least that, that Kevin Durant is out.
2: I like that. And, but I will say going back to one thing, Keith said, we, he said we may have to sacrifice uh, some defense for offense. My uh, bold prediction is actually going in the opposite direction right now. Jalen uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are averaging close to 60 points combined per game. My bold prediction is that they're going to be held to less than 45 points combined per game. Maybe because a good defense, maybe because the, the Barclays center is loud, maybe a combination of the two. But I'm expecting it to be a tighter, lower scoring game uh, than we have seen in the
0: past. OK, we'll end it here. Irvin uh, Magic Johnson decided to talk Nets today. Everybody's talking Nets. Don't let anybody tell you that nobody cares about the Nets. Um, earlier this morning, 9 a.m., so potentially 6 a.m. in L.A., Irvin Magic Johnson says, Brooklyn Jacques Vaughn is my leading candidate for Coach of the Year, followed closely by Sacramento's Mike Brown and Boston's Joe Missoula. Nets owner Joe Sy and GM Sean Marks, what are you waiting for? Question mark? Sign Jacques Vaughn to a long-term <laughs> contract. He's already signed for three years, I think, like at, at least next year, beyond this year. But whatever. He goes, he's earned and deserves a long-term deal. This is the best I've seen the Brooklyn Nets play. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is back to playing at an all-star level. He's been unstoppable when the game is on the line in the fourth quarter. As of today, the Brooklyn Nets are the biggest threat to the Boston Celtics going to the NBA Finals. Thanks, Magic. Uh, I don't know how you feel about
1: that, Nets fans. I saw a lot of Nets fans like, oh, we're cursed now. Jack Vaughn, though, let me say this. He makes me feel better about rooting for the team. Like, his likability rating is absolutely off the charts. Yo, so the a as- story. As long as he's the face of the team, the leader of the team, you know, I, I feel good about at least the way the team is going to um, present itself uh, and, and conduct itself. Sounds like the w- wrong word, like, you know, they're little children. But you get, you get what I'm saying. The
0: way they show themselves on the floor, the way they show up and play, the, the way they conduct their business. Under Jacques Vaughn, it's way different, and it's, it's night and day. All right, that's all we've got. I'll see y'all at the game tonight. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets, Brooklyn.